Hello and welcome to the Wake Up and Live show. I am your host, mindologist Chantel Simone, and I'm so happy that you're here with us today. If it is the very first time that you're joining the Wake Up and Live show, welcome. We stand for three key things here on the show, and that's purpose, mind mastery, and truth. So expect to be shifted, expect to hear the unexpected, expect to hear that thing that you need to hear right now to be able to shift you to a new level of thinking so you can have a new level of life. Now today it's very special because we are wrapping up season three of the show and it is such, uh, we've had so many great people come on the show and just share their perspective, especially with all the crazy things that's happening in society today. So we have been unpacking three current topics, and that has been around COVID-19 because it impacts us all. It's around the Black Lives Matters, and we've been talking about integrating businesses and reintegrating back into society. So I'm very excited to have this season through. We have a couple of more episodes left. So take the opportunity right now and click that share button so that you can be impacted and blessed by our wonderful guests that we have here today. So to help me unpack this, this key topic that we're going to talk about today that is that really hits home for each person, please help me welcome my co-host for season three, Mr. Lester Bill. Hello, everyone. How are you? What an awesome day. This is another great day, and yet we're always impacting lives. So we want to see what is your perspective in life? Because as we look through the lens of someone's eyes, we can see our view, but how about we see someone else's view as we go along? So today is another impactful, another great show, but we have a special guest just for you. And believe you me, I'm enjoying every time that I see someone that's sitting up there, this type of, cap, you know, this type of character. Oh, we're going to have a good time. We're going to live this show on purpose. Yes, we are. And we are very excited to talk about um, some, uh, some, a couple of topics that actually keep surfacing in our conversations. Now, whether we realize it or not, whether we want to raise our hand and admit it or not, we have all been impacted by mental health and businesses during COVID-19. It could be times of depression that we experience personally, or we maybe have a loved one that couldn't take them the layoffs that they got, or maybe it was an uncle or somebody that passed away even during this time. So this is such a topic that we need to continuously bring awareness to and more specifically highlight it so that we can overcome because that's the key thing. Life is about overcoming. Too many of us stay stuck in a place where we were meant to grow not to, to stay there. And so, so I am very excited to really unpack these two topics today with our very, very special guest. Now this gentleman, gentleman when I met, he is, he is full of life. He is full of wisdom. He is super talented and you'll be able to see exactly what I'm talking about soon. And more importantly, he has a beautiful heart, a beautiful soul and doing great things for the huge group of people right now. So please help me welcome Mr. Penny Morales to the show. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Chantel. Thank you, Lester. Thank you for having me. It's a beautiful day, uh, evening here in Southern California. Happy to be here and happy to, to talk about the subjects uh, at hand. 
Awesome, awesome. Well, we're we're grateful and we're happy to have you, Lenny. You know, we've been. Uh, you always come with such great energy. You know, you you have a lot going on on your plate. So, you know, thank you for con contributing to the show and your perspective. Most importantly, I know that you've been doing a lot of work and have a lot of conversations in the space of mental health, and you've done a lot of different businesses, I've heard, over the years. So I would really want to unpack this with you, Henning. Can you share, first of all, to give everybody a perspective of who you are, what are three key things you'd like to share about you? Oh, man, I, I really like to talk about you guys more than I like to talk about myself. I'm not really... Uh, I'm not really here to talk about it. I'm here to share some, some, as you said, perspective, share some stories and some knowledge on, on, on the subjects at hand. But as far as myself, I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm a storyteller more than anything else. I, I spent 10 years as a quote unquote motivational speaker, inspirational speaker. I learned from some of the best people. Uh, you have no idea people learn from. I had two sets of mentors, one when I was 17 years old. I called them the young bucks. And then I had another group, a set of mentors when I was in my 20s. I call them the old guys. Right. And I learned so much about how to do how to not only not only uh, uh, become empowered myself and and, and break through uh, the issues that I was dealing with as a as a troubled and confused teenager. I had a, um, a a breakthrough, if you will, uh, and 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 made a success out of my life at a very young age, and and then eventually uh, that um, I basically relearned those same lessons, but on a grander scale when I started speaking publicly. And as I said, I did that for ten years. I was so honored to be able to do that for a living, Chantel. It's a, such a pleasure to be able to travel and uh, and meet amazing people and speak to groups from. Uh, 50 people to 5,000 people, 10,000 people, however, whatever it was, I would show up and they, it'd all be set and I would have to do my talk all around the United States, around uh, Mexico, Europe, China. I've been all, been all over talking. And, and really what I, what I learned during those years is the storytelling uh, process uh, from my mentors. And that uh, translated uh, later on into starting to write books. And I wrote a, a few novels and, and I just really wanted to start to get those stories kind of out there in print. And the first, uh, the first book that I wrote uh, got some attention from people that I had no idea of, the academic community, colleges, high schools. I had high school principals that now that were my buddies that loved the book and wanted me to come speak at the high schools and then the colleges. Uh, I had I was contacted by uh, Professor Alejandro Ruiz at University of Southern California, who runs the mentorship program uh, there for for high school kids in the inner cities. He wanted me to come and, and teach a uh, teach a class and use mm -hmm. the book teaching tool. And so I started to really get involved in educating and coaching kids, which was never I never had done that. But prior to that, it was all sales training and motivation for, you know, for grown people who were already in their careers. And, and what I read, what I realized from that group, Chantel, is that, is that uh, the stories really made an impact and such an impact that I was encouraged by my friends in the movie business to start making movies, which I was never interested in doing. I, and I've been around entertainment business for years and I, I got involved in a music business, music shows. I, I, I love it, but it's just, it wasn't my thing. I just, and people encouraged me, no, we got to make these into movies. We'll help you. We'll teach you. We'll mentor you. So I said, well, why not? Let's give it a shot. And wow. now in our seventh movie, 
and um, and all of our films, uh, Chantel, are big, are 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 inspirational, motivational, transformational, and they really do bring out the issues uh, that uh, mainly young people, teenagers, young adults, and in, in the, my first my first few movies, the 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 the, the target is that young group because my novel is is based on my years as a teenager and the things that I learned as a teenager to turn my life around. So, so that's really the perspective that I have right now, but these lessons apply to all of us and the things that teenagers go through, uh, we all go through at old, at, 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 at more of an elder, elder, the elder statesman amongst us, you know, we go through those as well and maybe at different levels and maybe at different in, in intensity points, but we're all going through similar things. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and I'm able to give, kind of that perspective on uh, on what's happening as you mentioned with the, with the current state of affairs within our our communities and, and and some of the some of the the government governmental mandated uh, situations that we've been put in and how it affects uh, our mental health and how we can not only not only uh, survive it and, and and really handle it but but somehow come out stronger. And that's really how I how I uh, how I see it, and so I'm glad to talk on those issues. And those are the few things that you would probably want to know about me and why I'm here and why I talk the way I do. One last thing, I know you have several questions, but one last thing again for your audience so they get they can get to to, to know me. I I take the storytelling process very seriously, and my all my all my movies are based on true life experiences. There are there's no fiction really. It's just when we combine the stories, we fictionalize it to a certain point. But I, I'm very careful to do my research and to learn from people who have who are experts in certain areas. And I'm writing a movie about about suicide prevention, which is my next film that I'm, I'm, I'm start. We're breaking ground on it and shortly here. Uh, and I do the research and I learn about the statistics and about what people go through. Talk to parents who have lost kids through suicide, which is the hardest thing to do in the world. And 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 and, and so I do the research. So I, I kind of come at this from a perspective of storytelling, yes, but also having done the research. Uh, when it came time to doing the, the lectures at colleges and high schools, I was very nervous because I never had talked to kids before. And I did the research, how to do it, what I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to be sharing. And you have to check with the faculty, you have to check with the, with the, with the school boards, everything has to check out. So there's a lot of mentorship that I received in that process. And I kind of bring that to the table when I speak, which is a little bit of a different perspective than that most people yeah. have. We got to unpack some of this now. Hold on here. <laughs> there we go. Leaves today. <laughs> awesome, Henning. That I mean, your 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 background is truly phenomenal, and I love it. And there's so much learnings that I believe that a lot of us can really glean from your experiences, and that's really why we're doing the show. So you know, let's talk about mental health. If you know, we heard about all the different being a storyteller, all the different stories that you done what is a what is mental health to you and what experience have you personally had with it well you know again this is a very a very uh profound and complex question you just you just asked me <laughs> let me let me just give you how give give it to you how i how i see it and sure. uh, i see it as you know we, we're all here for a reason and a purpose and we are we're, since we're little kids, we're search seeking out, why am I here? What am I doing? What's this world all about? And, and that's how our learning first starts when we're little kids. And then eventually 
we figure out that that hey we can start doing things on our own people do stuff for us then we can do things on our own then we become teenagers and and we and then we start to rebel and we start to figure out hey we can i can be independent i can do what i want i don't necessarily have to listen to other people and that's where we start to come of age and and seek out you know what it's all about and those of us who have got have come to the point come to the point of understanding uh you know how life impacts us and how we impact life i think comes to the understanding that really we're just here to be happy we're just here to experience joy and if you focus on that then um you 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 just have so much of a so much more of a rich life and whether you seek that out or or what that happiness is seek seek it out seek it through spirituality or through your work or through your family or through your community if you're seeking out happiness then i think that um that that will that to me is a healthy person mentally somebody who's happy somebody who experiences happy thoughts is doing what they love to do and what happens is when we get off that track then we have a tendency to uh, to fall into mental challenges and issues. And uh, it's either it's either a, a concern or an over-concern about the future, we worry, or it's, you know, we're thinking about something that happened, we're feeling guilty over something that happened, we're feeling bad about something that happened, maybe mm-hmm. to us, something that we did to somebody else, and then we get off track. And the more you're outside of, of your own happiness in the moment, the the more you're susceptible to be impacted uh, negatively, uh, you know, mentally. And so, what I teach, and I know you have another question, but what I teach kid, what I teach kids especially is, and parents and coaches is the importance of 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 developing a, a life purpose, like what your life is going to be about. And oh. if our if you if you will focus on that and then take action in the moment towards that purpose then you're much less likely to suffer mental health issues or or other types of of issues that happen to us in and that affect our thought process if you will. yeah and that's very and that's very valid and we totally align with that. I mean, we we always you can't talk to us without us throwing in that word purpose, maybe some my mastery stuff or truth. And one of the key things, if we were to strip it back a little bit, because I think at the end of the day, like I've, we've had multiple conversations. We talked about Black Lives Matter. We talked about COVID. We talked about that. We all generally want the same thing as a human race. Right. And it's what you mentioned is to be happy, to live in that joyful state. And if we can, for those who have the mind to believe, to live our purpose. Now, what happens, because I know you, we all have our, our stories, we all have our experiences, and they're not all rosy and rainbows, right? So, so what happens when it's life becomes so real that we can't get out of that funk? We can't get out of that depression state to get to that joy or happiness. It could be because of what's going on in our communities, like the black communities hurting. It could be what's going on with our businesses because businesses are suffering. What either have you experienced or maybe some advice that you may have of how you actually can get out of that funk, which is where the mental health lives, and get back to achieving your purpose and living happy? 
Well, I think that that first of all, in, ter in terms of, of, of strategies, and that's why I like you know how you speak so eloquently, and you came you came on our, our uh, show and 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 shared how you see things and not getting stuck in mm -hmm. in 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 the in the problem, right? Not getting stuck in the problem, and we're on the same like our brains are connected there. Like you need to move past the problem. What I think sometimes people do is, is they rush to get past the problem sometimes and they, they don't deal with what's happened. Uh, there's a, there's a character in, um, in my original, in my original novel, there are two uh, friends. Uh, it's called the dirt merchants, uh, by, by the way, there are two friends. One is based on yours truly. And one's based on my actual friend at the time. And both are going through, um, like a juvenile delinquency stage, which really is a depressed, a juvenile delinquent is a depressed teenager, essentially, because they're, mm -hmm. they're, they're taking action in, in ways that are not logical, that are causing them that are, that are, that are only, that are only born out of unhappiness. Right. And right. I lived it. And maybe some of your viewers have lived it also having lived it. I could tell you where that where those actions come from. So both kids are going through juvenile delinquent phase. Right. And uh, one gets one breaks out of it and the other one doesn't break out of it and becomes a criminal. That's the basis of the story. Right. Mm -hmm. And by the time you get to like the third or fourth movie, <laughs> you realize that the kid that doesn't get out of it. He he went through and I don't want to give it away because then it's spoiler. He he had gone through some a traumatic experience. Right. When he was a kid and that trauma had not been dealt with. And, and, and the story shows why it hadn't been dealt with. Right. And how that all happened. So you have one kid that that went through a, 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 a an experience that caused his depression, but it was dealt with. And another kid who went through depression and wasn't dealt with. So today, especially like the things like there are three areas that are affecting our mental health with things that have happened in the past 90 days that are unprecedented. First of all, you have a mandated, a mandated quarantine of healthy people, which has never happened as far as I know, and I've been trying to figure out when this has happened in the history of the world and to, and putting aside the fact of whether it's right or wrong. I'm not here to talk about that. That could be maybe a different day, uh, but it does affect our mental health because we are social creatures and it goes back. It goes back to history. It goes back to our ancestors. It goes back to the tribal days. And we no matter where you come from in the world, you come from the tribal communities, right? Somewhere in the past, there was before there was a city state, there was a tribe, right? And that goes back thousands of years. So how are you going to, how are you going to expect that forcing people to stay home is not going to affect them mentally? It, it's good. It has to affect you mentally. So the first, the first is the mandate of quarantines. The second is the businesses, um, uh, the business shutdowns, which you have talked about. And then really the third, the third is the 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 except the let me pick my words carefully here the the excessive governmental involvement in our lives based on his based on history it's it's more excessive now than it has been and that's really a fact I don't think that you can argue you combine those three things and you're like man this could really this could really mess me up mentally right because you can't help it so the first step is 
is to understand the issue and to accept it and embrace it. This is happening. This is not. This is not a a fantasy world or science fiction. This is actually happening now. So coming to grips with that, and men and women handle things differently, but for the most part. But talking it through is really healthy to talk and so that you can at least communicate to somebody else that may understand that will help you to deal with the situation understand it feel the pain it's not good it's not comfortable and now what do you do and now what do you do so you can take that you can take that pain and you can use it to drive you towards a behavior towards a behavior and motivate you to take the next step and that's where you said that's the that's the challenge and the way you do it is go back to what we talked about earlier. What do you love? What's your passion? What's your purpose? And now that you suffered, which we all have, right? Now that you suffered, let's put the suffering over here for a second and take as long as you need to suffer, right? But when you're while the suffering is happening, communication is the key. Commute talking it, talking it out, expressing yourself. And 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 it gives you a sense of release, it gives you a sense of camaraderie with other people, but also by by speaking, by speaking and talking about the issue, it can help you to find your solution to get out of that funk. And so if you go back to what you love, you can now take the time that you have, take the the uh, the solitude that's now yours and work towards that happiness within what you love to do under these circumstances. And, you know, I think that's great because, you know, there's you mentioned about really being aware of what it is that you're going through and the time frame and talking to somebody. These are all key things that that help overcome because especially being isolated, it's easy to kind of stay in our um, own domain and not really open up. Now, and I'm going to ask everybody, first of all, I just want to say shout out and to have everybody that's watching. Cecil Tina from the beautiful island of St. Bart's. How are you, my sister? I miss you. Curtis. Oh, Curtis, but you're from um, Montreal, Canada. Peter Lopez from Toronto. Hello, hello. Thank you guys for watching. Um, if you're just joining us, we are here with Henning Morales, who is a filmmaker, a storyteller, and has experienced so much in life that he's here to share his perspective. And I want to get a chime in. We're talking about mental health and businesses. Now, before we shift to businesses, I wanted one of the key things about life, it's about awareness. And I find that with us, like Henning mentioned, you know, of course, who hasn't been impacted, you know, by being inside and being, you know, quarantined? Um, have you have you actually experienced, do you believe and do you self-declare that you've experienced mental health challenges in the past five months? That's what I'm going to ask everybody. Do you believe you've experienced mental health challenges in the past five months? Uh, type one, if it's yes, you, you self-declare and say, absolutely, I've gone through some stuff. Or <laughs> there you go, Henning being the first one. Uh, or number two, if you're like, no, I've been pretty good. And here's the reason why I ask this question for everybody watching, even if you're catching us on the replay of the podcast or on our YouTube channel, participate because we do check comments and we will come back to you. Now, here's the thing is because awareness is always the first step to change. 
too many of us sweep it under the rug. No, 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 I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And that never helps, you know? So first it's about declaring it and then you can take action because it may be, you know, it allows, the main thing is, it's not if we go through mental health, it's when we go through mental health challenges, how long do we stay there? Is it this long? Is it, you know, five months, is it four months, three, two, is it a day? Is it a few hours? So Henning, before we actually move to talking a little bit about businesses, for, from all the movies you've created, from all the exper life experiences that you've gone through, what is the, I'm gonna ask you two questions, what's the shortest time and the longest time that you have stayed in a state of either depression or anxiety or anything like that that keeps us in a funk? What's the shortest and longest time and tell us about that? that that's a really ex excellent question. Thank you for asking. When I was 17, uh, actually, when I was 15, I had a sports injury that ended my baseball career. And all I ever wanted to do since I, since I could speak and hold a bat was play baseball. It's all I ever wanted to do. That was my purpose. I played other sports. I played every sport that there was. Uh, but baseball was was my love. And I was I was getting good. And I was on the traveling team and I was on the all stars and I was on that was being recruited and all that stuff that happens. Right. And I had the work ethic and, and, and I had the right coaches and that's where I was headed. And because of this injury, I was no longer able to play baseball or really any sport. And uh, that sent me into a uh, into a depression for sure. And it, I did never see a psychologist about it. I never I never was diagnosed with anything or prescribed any type of drug. I never went to see anyone because back then, you know, it was a different time and parents didn't really get as involved as I do today. Right? So I was basically left on my own. And that drove me into the troublemaking and eventually the delinquency as a teenager. And so that lasted, that lasted, uh, it started in, in October of, of, um, of, uh, of when I was 15, October until, until 17. So over two years, almost two and a half years until I, um, I was exposed to a new group of mentors and I, I basically, and I was ready for it. I was ready for it. And uh, I like that. yeah, so that was the longest to answer the question. And then, uh, you know, when, when that was all over, because they brought me into an insane business and you can watch all about it in the movies and in the books and, you know, check it out because it really is all true. And I, it's actually, it's actually pared down because the things that actually happened were just, it's too much. And I didn't want, I didn't want to just show all the, we didn't want to be on Wall Street or anything, but it was like that, right? Yeah. So when, when, when that was all over, which it always is, when things are too fast and too furious and everything happens really fast and everyone's young and no one has experience and you're making a lot of money, it always goes, right? Yeah. So when that happened, I went into a second state of depression. Interesting. Uh, tell. And, and my second state of depression only lasted a few months. And that's interesting because, um, because I had been through it already and I, and, and I knew that there was a way out. Right. Cause I remember, and it was a different type of depression. I didn't get in any troublemaking. I just basically shut down. Uh, and because I had lost my mentors again and I lost my my purpose again. But I realized that there was that if I if I sought out information and knowledge that I could get back. So I think that the lesson is that and I jumped right out of that after a few months and this just went 
and I've and I've never had a, 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 a depressed thought really since then. Okay, mm. and that's fortunate for me. And 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 and, but it, it was it was mainly because I I embraced the lessons. I embraced mentorship. I embraced coaching. I revered people who had more experience. And when I talk, tell you all about the second set of mentors that I had, they were all older. So I kind of shied away from the young bucks that were that showed me how to do it, but just were out of control. Right? Yes, yes. Nuts, right? Mm -hmm. So that's a scientific term for it. <laughs> yeah. minds, right? So I, I, I gravitated towards older people. I re-engaged yeah. with, with my father. We had lost touch when I dropped out of high school. That was it for him. He turned his back on me and we re-engaged and we got close again. So I, I sought mm -hmm. out his mentorship. And then also I, 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 I sought out some knowledge. And if you're open, and this is, I'm, I'm talking specifically to people who are going through challenges right now. Remember what we just shared with you. You, you got to identify the problem and got You have to accept this is a problem and feel the pain. You've got to feel the pain from otherwise, if you don't deal with it, then, then you're not, you're, it's, you're always going to go back to it. It's like a rubber band. You're going to get drawn back and dealing with it. And again, when I mentioned that, that the male energy and female energy, a lot of times women have an easier way with this because they are used to talking about things more than males are used to talking about things. So for you guys out there, you know, you're macho man. And trust me, I understand because I'm, I, 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 I'm, I, I understand that perspective, but you got to talk it out with your, with your, with your bros and with your sisters, right? Talk it out. Uh -huh. And if, if you need help, you got, now's the time to say, Hey, I need help. I got to talk to somebody, right? Can you listen to me? Can you just, just pick up the, can you listen to me for 15 minutes? Yeah. I got to talk to somebody, right? Yeah. It's okay. And when, when we, when we research, when we research the kids, the teenagers who take their own lives, it's, it's a lack of, a lack of them reaching out and communicating and telling people what's what's going on with them that is where that death could have been it could have been prevented not by not by therapy necessarily but just by communicating it and somebody else saying man I understand what you're feeling I feel the pressure too or I feel the bullying too or I feel the peer pressure just by talking it out you can have a um, you can feel better and and again this is this is not to to, to I'm not sharing this as a statistical, a statistical fact. Mm -hmm. My experience in researching suicide, which is the ultimate in mental health challenges, that's the that's the the final that's the final step, right? There's different levels, but that's like it yeah, when you you had it and you want to check yeah. out, right? And I almost unanimously, the kids that do it, the parents never knew. And even the friends didn't know what was going on and because they never communicated. And that tells me that the, that if you shut down and don't communicate what's going on and then, if the, and then the pressure builds and builds and builds, you can only do so much. So feeling the pain means communicating and telling people that you're hurting. So I'm reaching out now to people who are going through that right now, have conversations. Okay. And secondarily, not only have conversations, but get back to your normal routine as fast as you can. And I've been encouraging people to do this since April, since we did, since we did our first movie on the, on the topic, Chantel. I've, mm -hmm. been saying, I've been saying it since then. And when all of this started, I was when the, when the, um, the, the COVID mandates, when everything started, I had just come back from Italy 
which is the first country outside of China to shut down. I just come back from Italy and I was at the biggest social gathering in the world. There was 500,000 people at the Via Reggio Festival where we were shooting our movie, right? Wow. So, so I would, when I came back and I heard Italy shut down, we just, I was concerned like everybody else was concerned yeah. in the, yeah. at the beginning, right? And I did my quarantine and I washed everything and I disinfected everything like everybody else did, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't know, right? When you don't know. So, but since then we have come to understand the, 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 the issue and come to understand what's safe behavior and what's not safe behavior. And we are able now to measure risk, which we weren't able to do. So I encourage people within, within intelligent boundaries, get back to your normal life as fast as possible meaning get your businesses back open, get to the beach. I was, we were at the beach this morning. We were at my, my kids and, and, and get back to what you love to do. I run, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to run every morning, go to the mountains, go, go get out and do something active, get engage with people socially within whatever you feel is the risk level that you can tolerate and whatever is reasonable and responsible. If you're sick, stay home, and don't, and just, if you are sick, quarantine yourself, you know what to do. We all know that. But for the rest of us who are healthy, we should be getting back into our normal routines as much as possible. So those two things will get you out of it. And then lastly, be open. This is how you get, this is the action to get out is get back to your normal routine and be open to somebody else's knowledge because somebody else may know more than you. You don't need to know it all. In fact, you shouldn't know it all. You may know one thing. I know this much and I bring a hundred other people. It takes a hundred people to make a movie. To me, it's, that's amazing. Like a hundred other people have to work on this. I know 1% and then I got a hundred other people that know 1% and all of a sudden, I don't yeah. know it all. I've got to take my mentorship from where it, where it comes from and mentors come in all sizes and shapes. And if you will learn it, if you'll be open to learning, then you can you can actually take the pain that you just experienced and turn it into a positive because that's going to drive you. The pain will drive you once you decide you're going to you're going to leave the pain behind. It'll drive you into and you know it's that old saying: whatever doesn't kill us makes us stronger. You gotta you gotta go through the pain sometimes because now you can really you're at another level of understanding of the human condition. In my opinion, I love it. I love it. Absolutely. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching, you just tuning in. We're here with Henning Morales. He's sharing some tips and tricks and experiences and stories, uh, not only of movies that he's produced and directed and created, but also just about real life issues. We're talking, we were talking about mental health in length and in depth of um, some key things that you can actually do to overcome. And what we're going to do now is shift to businesses. And before we do, I just want to address um, Peter Lopez. Uh, hey, Taryn, how are you? Welcome to the stream. Uh, Peter was talking about, he said it's, it's time now to also speak about black women and men who suffer mental health issues who tend to get shot while interacting with the police. So. Peter, totally honor that. And I know it's a whole nother set of mental health challenges that's happening in the black community. I think tomorrow's guest is gonna deep dive a little bit more into that. So we're looking for Peter for tomorrow to unpack that even more so. So now we're going to shift to businesses. I mean, there is, you know, at the end of the day, when you ask people what they want, 
some way, somehow, at some point, financial freedom is going to come up and it's necessary. So for those of you who are spiritual folks who are just like, oh, I just want to love everybody. Yeah, well, I just want to love the world. You're going to need finances to do that. Let's get real. So, and, and a lot of the ways that we make our money, obviously, is through businesses. And, you know, through COVID, things have been shut down. And, and Henning, I love the three categories when we were talking about in our pre-meeting that uh, you shared in terms of businesses and its impact. So why don't you share a little bit about your take on, on the state of businesses and how do we push through? Our focus is how do we push through July, August to September, even if we weren't thriving last month, how do we push through in a business going forward? Well, this is again, thank you for the question. And, and this is a, this is a tough one. You got, you got to, you got to understand it's tough. This is not a, this is not anything that we, that we should take lightly. It's, it's a tough one and understand that going in. Okay. Understand that going, take the biggest challenges that you've ever faced in your lives and just understand it's going to be probably like that. Okay. And if you come in, if you come from that perspective, then, and be ready, be ready for the, the challenge. All right. Mm -hmm. Be ready for the challenge and have your mindset at that, at that place. Like we got our work cut out for us as, mm -hmm. a, as a society right now. Uh, we, we talked earlier, there's really three categories of people who have been affected by this economically. Okay. There's businesses that, um, that have been um, forced uh, to reduce their, their activity during this time. And those businesses are now coming back online and can they make it? That's one category. Can they make it? And then we're talking primarily about smaller businesses. Right. I, I, I really want to, I have my own opinion on, on why and how and, and, and the right and wrong about it all. I don't want to talk about that right. That it's no fault of through no fault of your own. Through mm -hmm. no fault of your own, you've been forced to reduce your activity. And even even and it's mostly the smaller businesses that are suffering because the larger businesses, you know, they have cash reserves, they're franchises, they're multinational companies, they can withstand things, and all they're gonna do. All they're going to do is, you know, raise a little bit of prices later on and make up for the losses now. So I'm not talking about the large corporations, because as you can you can see that large corporations, for the most part, yes, airlines, I understand. Yes, there are certain large organizations that are affected. But for the most part, it's it's the it's the entrepreneur or the small and medium sized businesses that are affected. Right. Yeah. So. So now if you have a restaurant, for example, you're forced to serve at half capacity in some places and each state is different and there's different things every day, every day it changes. So I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but it, what's been happening is you either either been forced to shut, shut her down for a while or reduce your, your service. And, and that is tough. That is tough because it's like, you know, and I, I would tell anybody, people that sometimes they have like, like secure jobs that don't understand this. Like, what if, what if I told you, you're just going to, you're just going to get half your money now. <laughs> just It's all of a sudden half, half, uh, you know, you're going to half your salary. What do you mean half my salary? I won't even pay my bills. Well, now you know how it feels, right? Because if you're right. forcing the business to operate at half capacity, you're cutting their, their money down. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's one. The second is, is some of y'all, you know, um, you're out of business. 
you're out of business. It, 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 you can't, most, most businesses, you know, that are impacted by this, a lot of, you know, they either going to are struggling or they're out, you're done. So then what do you do? Right. And then the third is there are also, and that also ties into employees that are either laid off or impacted negatively. They're really, it's the same category, but we're talking about business. So let's just talk about businesses. And then there are other businesses that, that actually have thrived during this time again through no planning of the of the the business owner the businesses because of the type of business that that mm -hmm. they have and so for the for the for the businesses that are that are struggling to make it hey if that's your dream if that's your passion if that's what it's all about then now's the time to get creative and to get innovative with how you do business and just get past the pain. And this is where, again, Chantal, I love your, 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 your philosophy. Like you got to get, you've got to get past the, the problem. You can't keep coming back to the problem. We know what the problem is already. You've already dealt with it. You've already had felt the pain. You've already yeah. committed, communicated to your bros and to your sisters and uh, whoever will listen. Right. And you yeah. can continue to do that. And if you have episodes where you just get back in the problem, then again, talking it out is going to, is going to really help that tremendously, but you got to leave that behind and get to solutions. Be creative, be open to mentorship. What are other businesses doing? How can, can you take a course? Can you get online and figure out ways to innovate that business and make it more of a business that can operate without the physical, the within the physical constraints, put it that way. Now, let's say you're out of business, Chantel. Let's say it's, it's, it's over. Okay. And that yeah. is tough. That is tough. And I've been through business failures. I understand if you've been a successful business person, you've been through business failures. It's part of it. And a lot of times, Chantel, your business failure is really not your fault either. So this, you've got to look at it from, I had a business that was going great and, and, Again, totally different story, different time, not a story for today, but it was going great. We we're doing everything right. And then something happened that was totally outside of my control. And then we were out of business. It was like 90 days later. Like I didn't do anything. I was doing the same. I was doing the yeah. same. I'm excited. I was doing the same thing that I was doing before. And before I was making a million dollars a year. And then after I'm bankrupt. Like what happened? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what that's what happens in business. So if you can embrace that as a business person, entrepreneur, say, okay, this is okay. it happened. It happened again. I, I didn't think it was going to happen again. I didn't want it to happen again, but it just happened. Now what? Right? Now it's time to 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 reevaluate and look at the look at the marketplace that is going to thrive regardless. And start again. It goes back to mentorship. It goes back to seeking out the information. What are you going to do now? Now look at it as an opportunity. You, you're, you're fresh. And again, it's, it hurts economically. I understand. I, I, I've been there. We've all been there. If you've been in business, you've been there. You've been through the ups and the downs. I understand. But you, you can't stay there. So whatever the problem is, talk it out and say, okay, what's next? How am I going to get my next business rolling? And get to it. Get to it now. Don't, now's the time, right? Because there's lots of opportunities now, but you're not going to see it unless you are, unless you are open to it and you won't be open if you're still stuck.
And lastly, the businesses that are that are uh, that it's not even that they're thriving. It's more like they just are affected positively by what's happened. And I I hate to say it, but our our world is kind of in that place. Like we, but at the same time, we're effective negative. We're being affected negatively because it's hard to shoot movies now. But what it's done is it's it's had it's had us focus on what we were intentional and intending to do, which is online distribution anyway. That was our intention. So now all of a sudden there's a big demand for what we have. And then now we're busier than ever. Like I have been busier in the past three or four months than I've been in a long time with projects and with shooting this and editing that and marketing this and setting up, setting up uh, uh, different, different business projects. And, and so if that's your situation, now you got to buckle in, you got to buckle in and get ready for this hyper growth that's coming. And it goes back to the same thing, Chantel and Lester goes back to the same thing. Now you got to get mentorship. You got to learn how, how are you going to handle all this business coming to you? You've got to, you've got to learn, seek out mentorship. It goes back to the same thing. So regardless of where you are in those three categories, you still have to be open because you could have too much demand for what you do and too much success too fast can take you down also. That's so valid. That's so valid. You know, Lester and I, we've been having that conversation um, because we've been working on a couple of projects together as well as RevShare Films. And uh, that that's, that's an amazing initiative. And you know what? It's about ramping up and really gaining mentorship and focusing in on what it is that you want to achieve, you know? And some, I love what you said earlier when you're like, well, look at the market. Cause sometimes we may have this grandiose business idea, but if you don't have the market for it right now, it's going to be a challenge, right? So yeah. what does the market need? And to be honest, this is why we um, started this, this series because it just, I just had a, 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 a inclination inside of me that there were so many side conversations about what's happening based on current affairs. There's so much nuggets of wisdom of people that I met like yourself and some amazing other guests that I, I had on the show that we want to share this and highlight this because that's the really the point because maybe somebody would have never connected with Penny Morales if they didn't show up on the Wake Up and Live show. So, so I appreciate, you know, you have something to share. So if you guys are watching, just click that share button. You just never know who needs to hear some of this stuff. And it may not be for you. It may be for somebody else. Just be a blessing and, and continue to share. So now Lester, I know you've been mighty quiet today and you probably soaking up all the juice and the information, but I know you well enough to know that you got something in there. So before we wrap up, why don't you share a little bit of your thoughts on what you would ask Henny? Look, it is great to see Henny's perspective on things because a lot of times we know that we're going to have challenges. Life is about having these challenges. Henny, you know, talked about people who have, especially with suicides, and the business is the same type of thing with suicide. People start getting in silence and they're afraid to open their mouths in silence. They don't know if they're going to say the right thing, especially you look at life during a juvenile detention ship. And as that juvenile, you were afraid to open your mouth to say, okay, I need help. The same thing is happening with business because coronavirus, COVID-19 time took every... Like my mom. Okay. It took everybody into a depression. And when we all went into that depression right now, 
we have to start looking at how do we get our lives into a new season? What is that thing that we're going to see? And Henny, you have talked about that new season, but how does someone learn to break the silence so that way they can do with life and do with business? Because that's where the problem relies at. You know, you talked about having that mentor, having that person who can inspire you, but you don't know how to open your mouth. Yeah, I'm so glad you asked that, Lester, because that is really, um, that's something we haven't talked about, but also something that is a good strategy. And and again, my thought process in terms of in terms of these issues has been geared towards the young adult mind, the teenage mind, and and but but these these things are these 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 issues really affect us uh, at any age, okay? And and some people are better at communicating than other people, okay? and and so it's easier maybe maybe somebody can say, well, that's easy for you because you. You listen to how you talk and listen to how you communicate and it's you're a writer and it's easy for you but it wasn't that way before um, when when I was uh, when I was 17 and 16 uh, I stopped stopped attending all my classes in school eventually I dropped out right and so when I went back to school when I went back to college after I dropped out of high school and everything was over too fast, too furious, and it was over, I went back to school and I got my my GED diploma. And it was so embarrassing because the kids used to call that like the diploma for idiots. That's what they used to call that to me back then, right? And and I got called every name in the book because I was a high school dropout. I was called stupid. I was called idiot. I was called uh, numbskull. I was, I would, because I had, a, I came from the suburbs. I didn't come. It wasn't like I had a reason to quit school. I was just, they called me selfish. They called me arrogant. They called me uh, a troublemaker. I was banned from every sweet 16 because of the, how I behaved at the first one. And then all the parents got together and said, there's that kid Morales. He's not, he's, he's out. And I, and all the girls felt bad because they weren't inviting me to their sweet 16s. Right. I couldn't figure out. Why they were talking, right. So that's <laughs> how bad it was. You so had that I, reputation. What's that? You had that reputation. You were that guy. Huh? <laughs> it was worse than you even think. Trust me. Whatever I did was, but it, it wasn't like harmful towards anyone. It was just dumb. It was just, it was real. They were, everyone was right. They were correct. Right. <laughs> so when I went back to school, went back to get my degree, my, my high school diploma. And then I went back to college. I had to read with, moving my lips. I had to move my lips to read when I went back to college because I hadn't picked up a book in so long. I read like this and I had to read out loud. That's how it was. And I was not a good communicator in any way, shape or form. It, what happened was that I was open to learning and learning how to do it. And I did it in my own way. So I share that story because it's interesting to me. Right. And eventually you learn it. And then I grew into, I graduated with honors and then, and, and, and there's a whole story that goes along with that and transferring to NYU and going to Harvard. It was all, there's a whole nother like, like universe that happened back then that I was involved with. But to the question, everyone has their way of communicating and maybe your way isn't verbal. Maybe it's just to be around other people and, and just be with them maybe it's on sessions like this and you just listen 
And sometimes it's um, it's a matter of of you know maybe writing. Maybe you're a writer. Write something out and and send it. Post something. Send an email. This is how I'm feeling. Um, mm. I like. I'm more old school. Like I want to talk to you. I don't want to send long texts. I want to talk to you, right? But some people they don't like to talk. They like to write long texts. I'm reading the text or a long email. So, but here's here's the key. However, your communication style is, and some people are very reserved. I'm very outgoing, but some people are very reserved. So the key is figure out a way to communicate in your own way. My father was an immigrant. My father, English was his second language. He, it was very difficult for him to communicate to me what he was feeling and what he was trying to communicate. And I didn't find out till later. So you may, maybe you're an immigrant. Maybe you don't have English as your second language. Maybe you don't have people around you that are in your own culture. Maybe you feel isolated, whatever it is. Figure out a way that's your way. And, and again, here's a, here's a really good, a really good strategy Pick, to take this away from the situation. Mm -hmm. Have somebody who is, who is, who is close to you or somebody that you trust, whoever it is, and just tell them, I need to get something off my chest. I need to, I don't want you to respond. I don't want you to judge me. I don't want you to do anything except just hear me, right? I'm going to write you a letter. I want you to read it. I'm going to talk to you. I want to have a conversation. I want to be around you. I want to just be, just be with you, whatever it is, right? And if you do that, Lester, then that's communicating in your own way. And you will see that other people have similar feelings and similar ways of looking at things. We're so, we're so alike. The human beings are so alike in so many ways. You realize that and you feel less alone and more connected. And when we feel more connected, then we feel like we feel like we can move past what just happened because there's, there's, other people feeling what I feel. So I don't feel as bad. And now I can move forward. Oh. I love it. That's so true. Some directing skills to, to piece it up and share it with the world. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You know what, Henning, honestly, it's, it's great to have you. It's great to, to hear your perspectives on some of the takes because you've had, you had quite the experience in life. So this you know, we only got this much of it. So I know there's more, but uh, you know, we're absolutely looking forward to future episodes of the wake of the Live show. We're going to be moving into season four quite shortly. And um, you know what? We just thank you. We thank you for your perspective. We thank you for your time. And so do you have any final parting words that you want to share with those who are watching? They're going to be from all over the world, all different ages, races. Thank, thank you. Um, uh, I think I said it. I, I said I said enough. I probably said too much. <laughs> but uh, but uh, look, we're all going through similar thought processes. That's really, I think, the most important thing to communicate. It's not about, you know, where you're from in the world or racial or, or uh, ethnic. 
it, it, or cultural. We're all humans and we all share so much in common that you got to understand you're not alone in how you see things. Now, there's different levels of mental challenges and mental issues. Some people are super, super, super happy. Some people are less happy than less. Some people are kind of middle of the road. Some people are have challenges. Some people have more challenges. They need therapy. Some people have more challenges. They need like super therapy. And there are people that are that are on the verge. There's and there's everyone in between. But we're all going through the same thought process. And you're you're not in this alone. What's happening now in the world? Understand that this is unprecedented. Understand that we we the, the human psyche has not taken a blow this this uh, damaging ever because it's all happening when I, the, the, the closest I can I can I can compare it to is maybe wartime It's maybe wartime like when a country is going through war and having just wrote a script on that took place during the Holocaust and World War II, I can tell, I, I, I went through like all of the history I've never been through a war but I felt it through the through the through through the, the studies and and so that's as close as it gets but it's never been, like a global phenomenon happening at the same time. And because we're all connected, we're all feeling it together. We're all connected on some level, right? And so understand you're not in it alone. Take action to get back to your happiness. Pursue your passions and don't be afraid. Do not be afraid to open up, to share, to talk about it. Um, and, uh, you know, fear is, is something that you want to just, you just want to embrace it and just move past it. That's right. I love it. I love it. So <laughs> valuable. So valuable. Thank you. Uh, Lester, do you have any closing comments? Lester's like, I'm just enjoying today. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. You're such nice people. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Hopefully we can do this again and we can continue on with the friendship. I'm, I'm excited as to what the future brings for for our friendship, the three of us. So thank you again. Absolutely, absolutely. So hang tight, we're just gonna wrap up the show. Well, thank you guys so much for joining the Wake Up and Live show. We had an amazing guest today and he poured out such knowledge and wisdom. So I absolutely encourage you to go back and listen to it and really take it in, take in all the stories because they matter and they it actually does something very powerful for you in the mind. So one of the themes today was really to open up and just reach out and talk to somebody, you know, share a business idea, share how you're feeling, write a letter, send an email, um, pick up the phone because at the end of the day, we are all connected we are all one race and it's called the human race so avoid letting any challenges or limitations hold you back always remember you have one life make it count and navigate on purpose we will see you tomorrow